All right, we'll start off with George Jebediah Santos. Good morning, I'm Terry Morana. We are coming on the air for a historic moment unfolding on Capitol Hill. New York Republican Congressman Yeah, we're going to be watching Santos the Jabri vid, too. He's just been expelled from Congress. He is only the sixth person in American history to be voted out of the House of Representatives. He's been a lightning rod for controversy since before he was even sworn into office. His ousting follows the release of a blistering report from the House Ethics Committee which accused him of stealing money from his campaign for personal use, including paying for rent, for designer clothes, for Botox, and even for an adult website. I mean, queen shit. Like, that's what you're supposed to do. What, what, am, I, what am I supposed to do? Spend it on what? Like, lame bullshit? Like, trying to get reelected? I'm sorry. I didn't realize that. What, what is there, a law in the books that tells me I can't have fun with my campaign contributions? I'm sorry. Oh, wait, you're telling me there are laws against it? Hold on. Yeah, I, <laughs> I took the be gay, do crime mantra quite literally. And this could not have happened today without the support of Republicans. In the end, you had more than 100 Republicans say that they support this push to expel Congressman George Santos from the House. From the moment that he walked through the doors here on Capitol Hill, he has been defiant. He's been accused of lying about his professional resume and his background. Then he pleaded not guilty to those 23 federal charges, including identity theft, unemployment fraud, and wire fraud. But it really was this latest report from the House Ethics Committee, which was blistering, accusing him of blatantly stealing from his campaign, using that money to fund trips to Atlantic City, even on Botox designer goods. That really caused this momentum to start to grow. This push from... I'm sorry. I love how gay his crimes are. It's awesome. It really is a remarkable moment and a precedent, as you say. But for practical purposes now, the House Republican majority has been narrowed in, in the House of Representatives, already very slim. It, it's now 221 to 213. What happens next now that the 3rd District, a Congressional District of New York, doesn't have a member of Congress? What happens next? Yes, and Terry, Republicans were worried about losing a lot of their majority here, too. They went from a four-seat edge now to a three-seat edge. That is going to make things more complicated with pushing through their own priorities in the House chamber. And so, as I mentioned, this is now affecting... There are so many aspects of this that's hilarious, all the way from the fact that the Democratic Party was so goddamn confident in their districts in New York and so reactionary in their messaging that they lost an important seat in a district that is like otherwise a blue district to a guy like George Santos, who had so much, so much oppo research on him that the fact that every single person in the New York Democratic Party was not immediately fired or like thrown in jail for the malpractice that, in my opinion, constitutes extreme criminal levels of, of negligence. If you're a staffer and you did not blast all of the George Santos lies leading up to the election and just kind of uh, just kind of drop the ball on that and then lost, you should straight up, you should just go to jail. You should go to jail, skip go, don't collect $200, go to jail. Yeah, Santos District isn't even slightly blue, you mean, not is even slightly blue, isn't even slightly blue, it's a blue district. It, it was a collaborative effort that the Democratic Party basically lost, the, the New York Democratic Party especially, basically lost that district. A guy with that level of opposition research in a blue-ass state a democratic stronghold is not supposed to win that's a ridiculous situation i mean no matter how bad strong island staten island no matter how reactionary they get 
No man with George Santos's background is supposed to win elections in a place like New York. No man with George Santos's background is supposed to even get through the Republican side. That's another part of the uh, the, the part of the situation that I find rather odd because the Republicans, of course, vet their own candidates. They're supposed to vet their own candidates. The fact that even the Republicans actually let this one slip is wild because his entire background is crazy. But then all of this stuff comes to light after his dub. Then Kevin McCarthy has a really unique problem, a very slim majority in the House of Representatives, and he wants to stay in power. So what does he do? He defends George Santos, hoping that it'll just go away. George Santos, on the other hand, is a ride-or-die comment. He's not like the type of person who's like, I'm poor, and that's why I need to steal this loaf of bread, or I need to steal this like designer bag so I can sell it so I can pay rent. George Santos is not doing crimes because he's desperate. He's doing crimes... For the sake of doing crimes, he's doing it for the love of the game. That's when you realize like, oh, he's not going to stop, which he never did. And I told you guys this from the jump. If you go all the way back in time when the George Santos stuff was coming out, I told you a lot of the things that people yell at George Santos that we all joke about, that we all laugh about, are not necessarily crimes like the whole reality, the the lies that he told about how his parents died on 9-11, that was fake, how he was from Ukraine and also Jewish, that was also fake, all this stuff. That I told you that his his parents survived the Holocaust, also fake. None of that stuff will get you to lose your job. Lying about playing volleyball at the high school that he went to, which he didn't go to. Lying about playing volleyball for the at the collegiate level, at the, at the college that he went to that he didn't actually go to. All of this stuff is just padding the, the your resume on steroids. But what I what I told you back then that he would actually land him in trouble is his campaign contributions because that is a clear violation of the law. And he did that. He did the one thing you're not supposed to do in the United States of America. There's already so many amenities you get when you're running for Congress. There's already it's open season to just like give unlimited funds to pretty much every politician by way of of uh you know dark money packs super packs and he still was like nope yolo and here we are the republican party finally uh after the ethics committee investigation concluded came to the conclusion themselves that he is now too much of a liability now what i also find hilarious about this is that it turns out george anthony devalder santos wasn't just stealing from homeless veterans he wasn't just stealing from uh, the the american uh, population he wasn't just lying to his own voters he apparently also allegedly stole from republican congresspersons and their mothers where's the clip we gotta roll the clip i don't even understand how he did this like i saw this video yesterday and i was like what are you saying I promise you're not ready for this. Here is Representative Max Miller, who had some things to say about George Santos. Just very brief. Uh, I myself have been a victim of George Santos and as well as other members of Congress in terms of defrauding through public donations. I had received an ethics complaint from the FEC, which I had to spend tens of thousands to defend myself. You, sir, are a crook. I know I should direct my comments to the chair. I yield back. Apparently, earlier this year, I learned the Santos campaign had charged my personal credit card and the personal card of my mother for contribution amounts that exceeded the FEC limits. Neither my mother nor I approved these charges or were aware of them. We have spent tens of thousands of dollars in legal fees in the resulting follow-up. I've seen a list of roughly 400 other people 
to whom the Santos campaign allegedly did this. I believe some other members of this conference might have had the same experience. While I understand and respect the position of those who will vote against the expulsion resolution, my personal experience related to the allegations and findings of the ethics committee compels me to vote for the resolution since i alluded to this on the floor yesterday and because of the significance of the question before us i believe you're entitled to this further explanation for my position how he was he was swiping cards like what the yeah the best part about this is you're right zenso lipsist how much you want to bet if he hadn't maxed it out and exceeded fec limits which is what uh two thousand seven hundred dollars i think which is why it's always funny whenever motherfuckers are like hassan wow the only political donations hassan has ever made is uh to bernie sanders and it's like um whatever it's like two thousand seven hundred dollars i forget what it is or three thousand three hundred dollars wow that's a little amount of money it's like yeah dumbass more than that would be illegal every lie george santos is told by new york magazine Updated this morning at 11.24 a.m. This article has to be updated every day for you to keep up to date with George Santos's lies. Because every new day is another opportunity for him to tell a lie. And also, every new day is an opportunity for us to find out about a lie that he told that he got away with. This article is homophobic. It is. It is homophobic. He should be able to do it. Now, we talked about Max Miller, right? Well, there's a follow-up to the Max Miller clip. Let's take a look at what George Santos had to say after that. Gentlemen, gentlemen's time has expired. Uh, Gentleman from New York, Mr. Santos is recognized. I'd like to move to have the gentleman from Ohio's ward stricken from the record, please. Gentleman's request is not timely, but I would remind members to direct their remarks to the chair. Gentleman is recognized. Mr. Speaker. You ain't ready for this either. He is such a messy bitch. Hypocrisy, as I mentioned. My colleague wants to come up here, call me a crook. Same colleague who's accused of being a woman beater. <laughs> are, we, are we really going to ignore the facts that we all have passed and we all have the media coming out against us on a daily basis? Bro. He literally said, why is he bringing up the fact that I stole his and his mother's credit card and actually got them into legal trouble? Why is he bringing that up when he's a f- accused wife beater? I love this. George Santos, you are a legend. Keep revealing all the skeletons. I am such a fan. Mr. Santos walked out of the chamber before the vote was finished, descending the House steps uh, to a waiting car. Mr. Santos told reporters he was ready to turn the page on Congress. Why would I want to stay here, he said. The hell with this place. Immediately. So in the next seven to ten days, we will see the governor of New York, Kathy Hochul, call for a special election. The special election would then have to happen in the next 70 to 80 days after it is called. But one thing that is important to note here, there is no guarantee that a Republican can hang on to that district. That is a district that President Biden won. It's a district that Congressman George Santos flipped as a Republican, and it will be very tough for Republicans to keep that seat, Terry. Here is Giorgio Antonio Devalder Santos saying he expects to be expelled from Congress, which, of course, did end up happening. Congressman George Santos joins us with an exclusive interview ahead of the critical vote. We'll, we'll decide if you're going to be packing up your office today. Congressman, do you, what do you, how do you think this vote's going to go? If 290 vote for you to be expelled, you're gone. Well, Brian, look, this is the prerogative of the members of this House, right? If they ch- Okay, the, the Botox is working, though. He does look snatched as a motherfucker. Excuse me. 
You can't hate on him. You can't. Look at this. Look at his face. What happened? Choose to do so. I haven't whipped it. I haven't campaigned. Uh, I want people to vote their conscience, and I don't want to make anybody feel uncomfortable. So if it's their choice to change precedent and loop me in with three Confederate uh, turncoats who were, who were expelled for treason and two convicted member members who were convicted in a court of law, so I'll be the first person to get expelled from Congress without a conviction or without committing treason. And it sets dangerous new precedent for the future to come. It's the demise of this body eventually. So, I mean, the things that they're saying you did, you deceived donors providing what they thought uh, were going to be contributions to your campaign, but were in fact payments for your personal use. You reported fictitious loans to political committees to induce donors to give you more money. Uh, used connections to high-value donors and other political campaigns to obtain additional funds for uh, yourself through fraudulent means. Used campaign funds for your own, uh, for your own, uh, for your own benefit. Did you know at the time how wrong this is? Bro, oh my God, bro. The laundry list is, keeps going and going and going. Brian Kill Me is like, hey, I, I will give you my last name right now, son. Your uh, shit so is Brian, fucked. I haven't unpacked this, and, and I won't unpack this as out, out of respect to the process that I'm going with the DOJ. For me to go ahead and start talking about this, I go ahead and... A, forego my rights. B, I undermine the process and the, due and the due process that the DOJ has afforded me. Unlike the Ethics Committee, they've been gentlemen about this. The prosecutors, the judge, everybody has been very gracious and above board. So for me to go out there and start talking about this and un unpacking is exactly what my opponents would like me to do to, to incriminate myself, to hurt my chances on my, on my criminal I've never seen a more guilty person on television in my entire life. Dude, just say I'm not going to talk about it right now because there's a case going on. That's it. Bro, he's, he's like, well, you know, I've done really illegal things. Like the most illegal things you ever thought about. I've literally, I'm doing illegal things right now. And because I love doing crime, I don't want to talk about the crime that I'm doing and will continue to do forever. So yeah, that's why I won't be talking about all the crimes that I love doing because I'm currently under federal investigation. Would you agree to have George Santos on stream? Yes, dude. Are you kidding me? I would love to. Okay, so obviously I won't be answering right. any of those questions to you today, sir. Right. Three uh, money laundering charges, seven counts of wire fraud, 23 criminal charges overall. So they had a couple of votes. They did not work. This one might be different. Historically, there's only five members of Congress who have been expelled. What would it mean to you to be the sixth? How do you process that? I mean, it's really, it hasn't sunken in. Say it's homophobic. But it's, it's really a tough thing to digest. I mean, especially when... It's homophobic. It's Latinx-phobic. It's anti-Semitic. It's anti-Ukrainian. It's anti-victims of 9-11 and their family members. I am all of those things. And I stand before you, a man who himself was a part. You know what? I've, I've decided I was also a 9-11 survivor in some ways. Yeah. You are behaving in very anti-Semitic ways by coming after a 9-11 a survivor who also is Jewish, whose grandparents actually survived the Holocaust and, uh, and were Ukrainian as well uh, simultaneously true that's what's happening here and he should say it i've come here all of the work i've done in this body has been above board nobody can actually question my ethics and my conduct in congress unlike
Wait, what do you mean? They quite literally can, and they quite literally did. That's exactly what the ethics committee did. Question your ethics and found out that you are deeply unethical. God, he's so delusional. I love him. I love him so much. Some of my colleagues who are on, on drunken tirades going after their former staff, but I'm the one being pinned for all of this nonsense, and here I am, like, about to join a, a, long, a long history of due process of people who committed atrocities. Meanwhile, I have been only accused. This is, you know, I have a scheduled... Uh, 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 um, I have a scheduled court appearance for September 9th next year to start a trial. That's what's on the books right now. But these guys want an expedient, conclusive decision now. They don't care what the facts are, so much so that they put in the report that I was exonerated from sexual harassment. But then Michael Guest, as an author, put it in his expulsion resolution. It's contradictory to his own committee's work. His committee didn't suggest expulsion, but here he is, writing this on with the Long Island uh, Republicans in New York. And, and look, that's just hypocrisy at its finest. So yesterday, uh, you went ahead and fired a, uh, an ethics violation uh, to Jamal. Trump needs to make George Santos his vice president. I've decided. Many people have talked about, like, who is going to be the VP. You got it. We know. He's right there, man. He's right there. And he should be doing that, not for, like, any any reason. Like, and there's, no, there's no George Santos constituency other than, obviously, messy gays, which... Um, not exactly a big coalition there, but it's like the, the entirety of the, uh, what's the podcast? Uh, the, the, no, Seeking Derangements. Thank you, Arcanic G. That's the, yeah, the entirety of the Seeking Derangements podcast, the entire fan base of, of the, the Fear End uh, podcast. That's pretty much it. It's like, we are the George Santos constituency. However, Trump needs to do that specifically for the love of the game. He needs to do it because he absolutely loves, you know, people who do cons like this. Bowman for pulling the fire alarm. And you said, uh, Bowman said this in his statement. No one in Congress or anywhere else in America takes soon-to-be former Congressman George Santos. Seriously, this is just another meaningless stunt in his long history of cons, antics, and outright fraud. Your reaction? Well, the reaction is, he's a criminal. He admitted to it in court. He obstructed a federal proceeding. And That's so funny. J Jamal Bowman pulling the fire alarm is the worst thing that anyone could have ever done. I say, as I stand before a federal investigation for like 100 different crimes. It's like screeching about a jaywalking ticket, dude. It's awesome. Look, and everybody in anyway. America knows, had he been a Republican or a member of the general public, he would have been, indi he would have been indicted on a fel fel felony charge of obstructing an official right. proceeding, much like the J6ers in Washington, D.C. today. So I know Matt. I love that this is what Jamal Bowman did is just like the January 6ers, except the January 6ers shouldn't go to jail and Jamal Bowman should go to jail. What Jamal Bowman did is uh, very similar to what the January 6ers did, if not worse. But also, he should go to jail, and we should take out the January 6ers from jail. Exactly. And also, January 6th was good. <laughs> it was good and valid and, and great. A vote to expel you. Steve Scalise, Jim Jordan, Lauren Boebert will not vote to expel you. It probably won't be enough. Do you think you're going to get expelled today? Well, look, I don't know. I've, I've accepted the fate. Look, I, I, I believe that if it's God's will to keep me here, I will stay. And if it is will, if it is his will for me to leave, I will leave and I will do so graciously. George, as, as they roll through all the things you said and everything about working at Citigroup, Goldman Sachs, being Jewish, have uh -huh. you been doing this? Yes, he hit him with the being Jewish. Come on, dog. That shit's crazy. That's perfect, dude. Oh. 
this your whole life, just embellishing and making things up? Is this the first time you've been forced to pay for this? Uh, Brian, look, I, I can I can go. Dude, Kill Me's actually doing a great interview for once. I mean, dude, it's impossible to look at George Santos, George Anthony Devalder Santos, and like try to find something that's defensible. The fact that he was able to get away with it for this long due to like, you know, internal affairs within the Republican Party is a testament to how fundamentally broken the Republican Party is. I mean, he was a liability from the jump. Like anyone, anyone could have made that call. He was a massive liability. In the meantime, speaking of finding out more about things, we have no idea what has happened to this baby. George Santos just left Tim Burchett's office with a baby in his arms. When asked if it was his baby, he said, not yet. That's what Congress gives you when you leave. The weird part about that is that, like, I assume when I see a congressperson with a baby, I assume it's an adrenochrome baby, right? But, like, when the baby is still alive, it's much harder to extract the adrenochrome. So I don't know why he got the adrenochrome baby before instead of just, like, going to Planned Parenthood and purchasing it. Mom, it's a joke. I'm being sarcastic. Why are you listening to my stream? Put your headphones in, please. <sighs> he goes, what are you talking about? What are these things? Oh, my God.